Hi, Erica. Hi, Stephen. How's it going? Not bad. We're not watching the Super Bowl. No, I have no idea what's happening in the Super Bowl right now, mm-hmm. which is, I think, for the second year in a row is the case. Last year, I tuned in to watch the halftime show and only the halftime show, mm-hmm. almost to make a point. And then once it was over, I turned off. What was the halftime show? It was Katy Perry. Oh, of course you tuned in and to the, see the halftime sure, show. Because I'm a legitimate fan of Katy Perry's music. Mm-hmm. An innocent, legitimate fan of Katy Perry's music. I know. So I wanted to see what happened. I'm aware. Um, this year I... It's uh, Coldplay. It's Coldplay. But this year we decided that we would do something different. Mm-hmm. And this is the counter-programming angle for this. <laughs> in that we're watching uh, television from 1965. Five? Five. Yeah, we're in 65 now. And we're, we watched episode one of The Romans. Yes. Which you didn't even know last week when you said you don't even know what, no. what it is. You saw the slave traders mm-hmm. and you, you, were, you said you didn't want to know. I didn't know that I didn't know what the slave traders was part of. I guess it mm-hmm. makes sense. I actually, I, I don't think I have seen the Romans before. Okay. If I have, it was when I was little and I don't remember it. Uh, nothing about this ring, any bells as far as you know, visually seeing it. But I do know an awful lot about the Romans because it is one that is often lauded by people and it's suggested to be, you know, a starter one for people who really? want, yeah, who want to learn about uh, the first doctor. Okay. I've, I've heard that from several people just because it's, it's easy to watch and um, accessible. Four parts. Yep, yep. That, is, that is a big thing. Um, so I know a lot about the story and a lot about what happens to the characters. Uh, so I, I won't spoil a lot of that here. But uh, it doesn't feel quite as fresh and and tantalizing as some of the other episodes have. Okay. You know, because because I really did not know what was going to happen <laughs> in the last few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here I kind of do. But it is it's fun in another way because I know the gist of what's happening, but I've never actually seen it play out in front of my eyes, uh, except for maybe some clips here and there, but nothing so far. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it is, it is interesting to see, you know, what other people have, have talked about and the way they have interpreted things. And uh, like I, for example, yeah. uh, the scene with, uh, the, the scene after the hair combing scene. Okay. Uh, people have suggested that that's very, <laughs> very post-coital. Yeah. Um, for mm-hmm. a, a yeah. and yeah. I'm like, uh, no. I mean, I do think, I do think that they, that there is a serious romance going on there, and maybe they were even getting it on, but I did not read anything like that in that particular scene. I think that's a huge stretch. Yeah. People like to ship characters, though. Yes. Well, I, I ship them very much. I just oh, okay. don't think that I don't think that anything happened in the scene previous to that. Mm-hmm. Their clothes weren't even remotely must. Their hair wasn't. His <laughs> hair was still the same. I mean, if they were getting it on, I would like to think that they were doing a little bit more of a uh, an exciting and you know active job of it than is is shown in that scene. I'll just put it that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the romantic stylings of 1960s British school <laughs> teachers, you understand. But. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, but it, but they're definitely very familiar with each other uh-huh. when she's you know combing his hair. I, I agree that that's, uh, they're, they're very close. And kind of drunk on wine, too. And they are tipsy as can be. Yeah. Um, that is that is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. I quite liked that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As one does when they're living. I find it interesting that it's rare for... Um, a show to sort of like, um, you know, they've been here for a month. That's awesome. You know, just mm-hmm. hanging out, 
in ancient Rome, mm-hmm. squatting in some guy's house, which is kind of illegal mm-hmm. uh, when you think about it. But uh, yep. um, stealing his fruit from his gardens and selling it, and wearing clothes. I assume they found there. Probably they all yeah. look pretty good in those clothes. Yeah, the costumes. That makes me wonder how many other places they have just stopped over the years. Like, how long have they actually been traveling with a doctor? How many other places have they stopped and taken breaks? Perhaps back in the, the Susan days, maybe maybe they did that. Well, you'd have to look at the, um, you know, because each story sort of leads into That's another for the true. most part. That's true. You know, you probably mm-hmm. look at in between the Reign of Terror and Planet of Giants. There's a mm-hmm. there's an actual gap. It actually gotcha. one ends and the other mm-hmm. begins. Hmm. Um, so maybe maybe all their little <laughs> their offshoot adventures happen then. Could be perhaps. How do you think, poor Vicky though? She just says, "Oh, there's lots of adventures and stuff. Come, mm-hmm. come and be in the TARDIS. We'll show you neat and interesting mm-hmm. things." And then they land her in ancient Rome for a month, and she's just stuck at a villa with a bunch of fuddy-duddy grown-ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the worst. They probably don't even let her drink much of the wine. Probably not, because she's just a child. She's, you know, there's no other kids her age. Yep. That are around. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame her for being excited to go off to Rome and. Mm-hmm find some adventure yeah. and she and the doctor seem to be getting along very well the doctor i still find annoying do you really a oh little bit. why I mean, what do you find annoying about not him not terribly but just he's he is it's like he's self-aware of his own silliness and grumpiness but that doesn't make it any like all that much better right <laughs> for me he's still he's still <sighs> like his reasoning for excluding ian and barbara from coming to rome with yeah, them yeah there's that and I don't know, just the, the his whole kind of attitude in that opening sequence. Like, he goes from being happy-go-lucky, laughing at the foods mm-hmm. that they have had. Like, that was kind of a nice scene where he's like, oh, this was wonderful, that was delightful, baked pomegranate, hooray, hooray, mm-hmm. whatever. And then, and then, yeah, then he is talking to Ian, or maybe that was even beforehand, I'm getting things mixed up already. That's right. Um, and just the answer to Ian's question after he had gone off on another tangent oh. and then getting annoyed with Ian for not keeping up with him. Right. And, you know, I, I admit it's, it's, it's kind of funny writing, but it's not something that I appreciate character-wise. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good character moment, but it very well develops a character that I'm not in love with. I know. This was uh, written and produced and intended to be a comedy, full-on mm-hmm. comedy yep. in and Doctor it, Who. It works as such. And sometimes mm-hmm. they kind of like that that scene that you mentioned, the very first scene of the episode between the mm-hmm. two, actually, are is they sort of make mm-hmm. the Doctor kind of look weird yep. for the sake of a joke in a way, you yep. know what I mean? And I mean, actually, I think the, the bit that kind of bothered me the most was the part about the Doctor getting all touchy about going to look at the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. I think it is perfectly reasonable for everybody to want to check in on the TARDIS. Have they forgotten all that nonsense with Marco Polo? The TARDIS can be moved. It can be moved. Um, and so I, I just, I feel like the doctor who is supposed to be kind of a, a smart cookie uh-huh. is being kind of dumb there just for the sake of the, uh, just for the sake of sake, sake of the, of the story. comedy. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, well, I don't even know that it's for the sake of the comedy. The fact that, I mean, th- they could have just as easily said, well, we just checked in on the TARDIS, everything's good, mm-hmm. let's keep relaxing here. Yeah. Um, that just seems like a strange thing to add in just for the doctor to be annoyed about it. You're poking holes in the little... Yes, yes I am, <laughs> I am poking some holes. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying this. That's good, so, so am I. So I'm, I'm liking it so far, but there are still... I'm, 
I keep waiting for the doctor to win me over, and you know, he th- it gets better all the time, but then there's backsliding. What do you think about William Hartnell, though, on this? He's he's I think he's enjoying the heck out he of it. He so is. It is. I love watching him. Which this. which makes it much more fun mm-hmm. to watch. I think he likes sinking his teeth into having a little more to do than just be the touchy doctor. And he's great at comedy because mm-hmm. he was he was in a few comedies before this. Um, he was in The Mouse at Roared with Peter Sellers, for instance. Really? Although playing a pretty much a serious part, I think, in it. Mm. Sort of the gruff soldier, because he was uh, known for that. Right. For that being a gruff soldier. And so mm-hmm. for him to sort of be doing comedy, I think, was probably a great relief to him. Mm-hmm. You know, getting to play a different side of his um, his skills. I, I like the line that I never noticed before about, you know, <laughs> when he's lying about the... Uh, um, him being Maximus Battalion, and then oh yes, uh, this is this is you know she's traveling with me. She keeps an eye on the liars. <laughs> yeah, she looking at, and then I she never got away. that before. She yeah. looks away and giggles. Yeah, yeah, I mean this is it. It's a skillfully written story mm-hmm. thus far, so I'm I, I'm appreciating that. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. And we're just one episode in. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the whole being taken, uh, captured as slaves. That's I'm. Mm-hmm. It's I know it's a comedy, but that looking at it from from this angle, I don't know if it's this age or what. It's really kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> Slavery. Yeah. <laughs> Most amusing. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see where it goes from here. Yes, we will. We yeah. will see where it goes from here. Yeah. Um, we will do some more podcasts tonight. Yeah, we'll do more podcasts. Uh, tweet us at Lazy Doctor Who. Maybe we'll do some more of the, the feedback. I think we caught a couple emails in the last uh, mm-hmm. week or two. Unlike the first one that we read, which I think was like four months ago, we read that out on New Year's Eve. I know, that's uh, We'll true. be a little quicker this time. Yep. Uh, ask us questions, comments, whatever. We have we have snacks to eat while we're watching Doctor Who. We'll <laughs> yes, talk about that next time. Yes, snacks and sushi. Mm-hmm. Yes, eating sushi while watching their own. It's an internationally flavored yes. lazy Doctor Who night. Yeah, had I thought about it, I would have said we should go for something uh, a little more Italian. But uh, that's it. just be past then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, let's just cook really some spaghetti. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can do that any night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. All right, then. Well, un- until the next podcast. I, we, we may mm. not do one podcast episode for every single Doctor Who episode we watch tonight. But then again, we might. Who knows? Who knows? That's how this podcast rolls. Yep. Lazily. Whatever, it's whatever we feel like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Until the next one. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>